At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Do we need to play a second half of this game? (laughs) It is an absolute beat down bloodbath the suns are up 21 right now 48 to 27 Dieter Kurtenbach Tim Murray with you the Lakers have been outscored 14 to 1 in the second quarter it is ugly Devin Booker has 20 points already (laughs) Cameron Payne the pride of Murray State due to his play in the Chinese basketball league not that long ago has four the Lakers don't have an answer for Cameron Payne (laughs) I mean that is what is happening and the Lakers couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat tonight they are three of 12 from three Wes Matthews 0 for 2 Kyle Kuzma 0 for 2 from 3 does have seven points so let's go Kyle Kuzma five more points salvage what has been a I think we're at the point. I don't. I am one to get a little, you know, a little overreactive. But when it comes to my plays, but we're getting to the point. LeBron's played 16 minutes. Mm-hmm. He's got seven points. I'm getting to the. I'm starting to get to the feeling where he's going to pack it in and say, "All right, whatever." Thursday night it is. He already looks like he wants to. I mean, he's already gotten into full LeBron. Why is this happening to me? Shakespearean mode, holding the the skull at center court and wondering. Why? Uh, minus 18 for LeBron James at this juncture in the game. Uh, I'm not saying it's all LeBron's fault. What I am saying is it's not going very well when he's on the floor. And they need it to go extremely well when he's on the floor if they have any chance to win. And when you said minus 18, I thought, oh, maybe that's the, the in-game line. Yeah, well, It's minus 16. <laughs> I'd feel a lot better about 18 if I was being honest. Wow. And I would not take the points. Nope. 
From what we've seen, there's no way I would take the points right now. I don't know what the Lakers can do tonight or in the next seven minutes and 22 seconds where I'd say, oh, you know, this team, because as we know, they pride themselves on defense yep. and there is no defense and there's no defense. Any of it. I, this is something that I thought, cause I had the over in this game yep. and I thought Anthony Davis isn't in there. Anthony Davis is their defense. Right. Anthony Davis is what everything revolves around. We saw it break down time after time in the regular season. I don't put too much stock in the games where both AD and LeBron were out because, well, the Lakers had no chance of winning those games anyway. But they don't have any answer. Marcus Saul comes in. It is laughable watching him play defense right now. Andre Drummond can't get out to the perimeter. Ayton's playing a really good game for the Suns. Uh, I don't know. You know, The box score isn't going to say, oh, DeAndre Ayton's just going off. But he's in the right place at the right time. The only thing that the Lakers can do at this juncture is hope that Devin Booker decides to show some mercy to them and start missing some jump shots. 8 for 11 from the floor. He's only taken two three-pointers. It's not as if this 20 points is all about three-point progression, regression, whatever. This is just him putting his shoulder down, going to the hoop, because there's no one there to guard it. There is no rim protection, even though the Lakers have, for all intents and purposes, a real center out there. When you don't have Anthony Davis, you don't have the rim protection, and the entire Lakers defensive scheme looks laughable, absolutely laughable, especially when LeBron James has taken plays off. And I just tweeted this out. The wrong game is on TNT tonight. <laughs> because in in Denver, it's, it's, fascinating. it's competitive. It's 98-97 right now. Portland has a one-point lead. Remember, Portland once upon a time down 10 nothing to start this game. I think it was 14-1. to yep. uh, But they battled back, trailed by three at the half. And it's a one-point game. It was a pick em going into the fourth quarter. And that is where we stand as, you know, we look down and LeBron's missing layups and trying to throw. Yeah, it, it is. He needs to engage now or never engage at all. Yeah, it, it, it almost feels like this is the moment right here, yeah. Dieter, where he's going to. If you're the Lakers, you say, all right, let's see what we got for the final seven minutes of this quarter. Yep. And if not, let's pack it in and let's uh, let's head to game six and hope AD's healthy. Two-game series where the Lakers have to win both of them. I don't know if I like those odds. And we and the odds will be uh, heavily in the Suns' favor. And, you know, think about where you could have got this Suns. Now, nobody <laughs> nobody knew AD would get hurt, but right. where you could have got this. And, oh, you know, having, having Markeith Morris uh, off a switch on Chris Paul probably is something you don't want to happen. But, hey, Denver and Portland, that game is entertaining, 100-98. <laughs> to 98. JVT coming up next right here on the Nightcap. two of the nightcap i i don't know what i'm seeing right now i'm just seeing a a a complete obliteration of the los angeles lakers your defending world champions are getting destroyed right now by 23 did chris paul even have an injured shoulder i believe he just threw it into the waist of morris as he drove to the basket he doesn't look injured at all and if that's the case that's a hell of a sandbag 16 to 1 is the score of the second quarter right now phoenix leading the lakers as we bring in jvt and jvt you know people uh you know are, are watching this game maybe they've turned their attention to us because <laughs> why would we keep watching this game by the way um but i don't know what i mean this is just this is an embarrassment and i guess give credit to the suns because devin booker is playing out of his mind and you know cameron Payne has been playing really well yeah. nobody on this lakers team looks like they want to be out there right now 
Uh, yeah, you know, and you guys mentioned, right, some of the issues that they're dealing with at this point right now. There's no rim protection. The Suns right now, 6-9 and nine within four feet of the basket is respectable 66.7%. But you look at the Lakers offensively, like there's no real offensive creation, no shot creation for this team. We're talking about 75% at the rim, but then you're shooting 12% on mid-range jump shots, shooting 25% from beyond the arc. There's nobody else who can create open looks. LeBron had to play the first however many minutes at this point. Like there's just really nothing outside of LeBron, and you knew they were going to be in a tough spot without AD, so they got plenty of time to get back in it, but it's, uh, it's clearly uh, off to a rough start here, and you just don't know where the offense, the valve is going to come from outside of LeBron James right now. Look at the Lakers now in this game. They've decided to go small for the first time, and of course they immediately turn it over. Are you surprised that it took this long until the game is almost out of hand for the Lakers to actually get small and stop playing Marcus All, stop playing Andre Drummond? Yeah, I, I, to a certain extent, right? I mean, out of out of everything, they well, I think it's kind of just throwing everything at the kitchen, like at the wall, and mm-hmm. seeing what sticks right now. Like, I'm surprised it just took them this long to kind of try something different because clearly what you were rolling out there is not working at this point. But you know, we'll say, look, like Phoenix, we have to remember too, right? One of the word, you know, I think they were 21st, 22nd in rim defense this mm-hmm. year in terms of defense and defense the entire regular season. Like, there's flaws with this team, so there's a there's a path here for the Lakers. But I am surprised that it took them this long to adjust out of what they were doing and try something a little different. Talking to JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst. JVT, I know I'm putting the cart before the horse because AD could come back on Thursday and could alter this series. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we have been talking about this Phoenix team. And, and how they were treated in the, in the odds market. And I looked, if I could have found a, an 8-1 to one today, I was going to play it. It was all down at 6, and I think even South Point here in town was down to 5-1 to one to win the Western Conference. Mm. But looking ahead, if the Suns are to prevail in this series and get the winner of Nuggets and Blazers, do you ha- think that's a favorable matchup for this Suns team? Either one of those teams? Yeah, I mean... Right. I think both of them are, and realistically, right? Because let's let's take a look at Denver, for example. If Denver wins this series and moves on, they're still going to have the backcourt issues that they have, right? You know, this is still a very talented backcourt that they got to go up against. If we're thinking about it from Denver's perspective, right? You finally get past get past CJ McCollum and Norm Powell, and of course Damian Lillard, just to take on Chris Paul and Devin Booker, and you'd assume a more healthy Chris Paul. So that's kind of a matchup issue for Denver. And then you look at the other side, Portland. Came into this to 29th ranked defense in terms of efficiency throughout the regular season. A soft interior, especially with Nurkic off of the floor. Chris Paul loves to work against big guys in the middle of the floor. So I think both matchups are relatively solid for this team overall. So I think in both instances, obviously you'd see them favored. And I think they would be a matchup that either one they would have success against. I would pick them in either one of those series to move on. Swinging over to the Eastern Conference real quick, when you hear the news, which is all very vague about Joel Embiid's hip or knee, I guess it's a knee. I guess they've come out and said finally it's a knee. What, what, are, what are your immediate thoughts on that? What does it mean for the Sixers and their odds moving forward? I, I presume that they'll get through their series with the Wizards at this point. Does it give you right. a little more uh, excitement about playing an Atlanta ticket? What are you seeing there going forward for Philadelphia? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to that matchup, you definitely want to know what's going to go on with Joel Embiid, right? Because yeah. with Joel Embiid on the floor and in those regular season matchups, you know, Atlanta didn't really have anything for Joel Embiid, right? And Philadelphia overall, 
played Atlanta really well. Like that had a five game series written all over it at the most, mm-hmm. at the most six from a hot shooting night from the, the, the Hawks. But you know, if Joel Embiid's not going to be out there, all of a sudden you're talking about a Philadelphia team that I think defensively still has the pieces right to handle Atlanta, but no interior presence for those pick and rolls right between Clint Capella and Trey Young. Uh, no real offense outside of Joel Embiid in terms of shot creation, maybe Tobias Harris you can throw in there, but that's about it. And so now all of a sudden you're talking about like, okay, where's our offense coming from? And in, a, in that kind of a series, if we know Joel Embiid's not going to be out like, through the entire thing, obviously Atlanta's very live. But I think if he's going to be back out there against Atlanta, I think the Hawks really have a very tough matchup ahead of them. So we'll see. They're being, Like you said, they're being pretty vague, so you'd like to get an update on what's going to happen. Already doubtful, though, isn't great right. for the obviously near future here for Embiid and what's going to happen. Well, he'll get reevaluated tomorrow, and then it will be even more vague mm-hmm. after that. Uh, Bucks and Bucks and Nets will have, uh, they'll play in the next round, easy mm-hmm. for me to say. Uh, that could be a de facto, if Embiid is out, a de facto Eastern Conference championship. Yep. Uh, who, uh, first off, obviously the Nets are going to be favored. Do you think there's value on the Bucks, though, not just in that series, but also to come out of the Eastern Conference, given, again, the fact that we don't know what we're getting out of Philadelphia? Yeah, I, th- I think this is, for the most part right now, I, I think this is just a, a, for the series price between these two, I'll put it this way, I think it's spot on. Like $1.85, okay. I talked to Tim and other people about it, we were talking about like $1.60, $1.85 range, so this seems about right. Mm-hmm. And as far as the Eastern Conference is concerned, I would say no in terms of overall value for Milwaukee, just because you've seen that adjustment now because we don't know what's going on with Embiid, right? right. If everything was Pat and Embiid's back, Milwaukee should be the third choice on the board. So I would say right now, just kind of hold off and see what's going to happen with that. They don't think Embiid's going to be done for the length. So then you probably get the pecking order back where it should be, and then Milwaukee maybe a little bit of value there at that point. But overall, like I've talked to Tim about this. I'm very intrigued by Milwaukee because I was impressed with what they did against Miami. thought they were going to win that series. But I do think that that 29th-ranked perimeter defense, which has bugged me all year long, <laughs> is really going to get tested like it did not against the Miami Heat. And so that's going to be like the litmus test for Milwaukee. They're going to move past that and guard very well. Then obviously uh, they should be the favorite to come out of the Eastern Conference if there's going to be no Embiid on the other side of the bracket. Talking to JVT, at me, JVT, on Twitter. And JVT, the loss of, uh, of Delaware Jordan, a.k.a. the Big Ragu, a.k.a. Dante DiVincenzo, how big of a loss is that uh, for this Bucks team. I, he's a starter. Um, yeah, he's not Drew Holiday. He's not Giannis. He's not Chris Middleton, but it's a guy that averaged around 10 points a game and, and was a pretty solid defender. And when you're going up against a beast that is the Brooklyn Nets, anybody that you could throw out there defensively. So it, what do the Bucks do defensively? As you mentioned, uh, a porous perimeter defense going up against a flamethrower shooting team at times in Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm, by the way, I'm glad you said his actual name because I had no idea that those were his nicknames. Like, at all. Really? So, oh, I was really flying in the dark for a second. Uh, but as far as so, like his loss, I think is really big, right? Because I think for the most part, like Milwaukee has the por- the personnel from a physical standpoint to match up with the big three: Chris Middleton and of course Drew Holiday. Take up whatever backcourt assignment you want to throw at either one of them. Then you have Giannis for KD. So like on the surface, there's these pieces there. You know, I, I view Divincenzo's loss as just like a. You're going to need all hands on deck right. to, to match up with this offense of Brooklyn, right? So, as you mentioned, a double-digit scorer, I, I want those double-digit. Like, I want as many points on the floor as possible throughout a series like this. You know, like I've mentioned before, it, the Boston Celtics guys, they played two games in Boston. They had an offensive rating of 130, and they still posted a negative 4.7 net rating because the offense is just so good for Brooklyn. So you're not going to stop them entirely. And so that's how I kind of view the loss of DiVincenzo. You want as much scoring as possible to be available. And a double-digit score like that's only going to hurt your chances against a team like Brooklyn. 
Clippers and Mavericks are tied at 2-2. It sure doesn't feel that way. It feels as if the series has totally shifted over towards the Clippers. Clippers seven-point favorites for tomorrow night. Is that not giving them enough respect at this point? Why would we be in on Dallas at this juncture, given what we've seen from the Clippers over the last couple of games? Yeah, you're right. And what I find interesting, too, is if you remember game two, right? Like game mm-hmm. two was a really good spot for the Los Angeles Clippers, that close seven. And that was with the Mavericks, for lack of a better term, at full strength, right? Yep. Luka Doncic wasn't dealing with a neck injury at that point. So they were they were in the throes of one of the best shooting streaks that we've ever seen, <laughs> right? So I'll never let go that Tim Hardaway Jr. shot 60% in the first two games. But regardless, <laughs> like... You're right. Like there's some intrigue in that number, mainly because we're matching the same number from game two. But there's a clear change here, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that Luka Doncic is not 100% is obviously something to kind of factor in. So I'm really intrigued by that because the market did move from game two from six to seven, and now we're sitting on this seven. I wouldn't be surprised to see it move in the Clippers' direction, given what we saw in the last two games and the health of Luka Doncic. But that was a line that stuck out to me. You're right. Like it doesn't. It respect maybe is the term to use, but I just think we have a change with Dallas and yet not a change in the line of the power rating. That's kind of intriguing. Yeah. And when it comes to Utah and what you've seen, I mean, the Grizzlies have given yep. them everything uh, that they have. And it, it's been a fun series to watch. If we do get Utah and Los Angeles, you're going to have Los Angeles as a series favorite uh, in that one. And I I know you were high on the Clippers. Uh, You picked them to come out of the Western Conference, JVT. What have you seen from Utah so far, whether it be positive or negative, uh, through this series with Memphis? You know, I don't, I don't really know what to take away from it, Tim, because I, I just think Memphis was such a good matchup for them, right? Yeah. You know, I, I wrote about this in the game notes the other day, and I've talked about this a couple of times uh, on Gil's show has been filling in this week. And it's funny because it it's a numbers game against Memphis. You know, this is a Utah team that shoots over 45% of their attempts from three in the postseason against Memphis. Memphis 19th in opponent frequency from three-point range, 20th in opponent shooting from three-point range. Like, this was just going to be a tough matchup for them, and they're not a good three-point shooting team, but they're a good mid-range team. So you're literally just trading twos and threes, and while you've been efficient if you're Memphis, you you haven't been able to keep up with the three-point makes of Utah. So I haven't really learned a lot because this is kind of how you expected this matchup to go for the most part against Memphis. Good three-point shooting team. They still have the weaknesses, right? Don't have a big wing defender to handle like a Kawhi Leonard or, you know, anybody anybody of that nature, whoever they face in the future rounds or they move on, right, past the Los Angeles Clippers and Mavericks. So those are still there. So I haven't learned a lot from Utah because it's a 1-8 matchup and, you know, it's a matchup that has gone their way kind of like you expect and how the numbers kind of bore that out. The Hawks and the Knicks still have at least one more game to play here tomorrow night, and New York is a point-and-a-half favorite. Is Madison Square Garden, I'll, I'll throw the term out again, getting too much respect here? It seems to me as if Atlanta has handed, it's handed it to the Knicks the last couple of games. Trey Young is operating at an extremely high level. The Knicks don't seem to have really any counter to what they normally do, and that's not going to work in the playoffs. What did you make of that one-and-a-half point spread for the Knicks? Yeah, and we're pretty much status quo, right? You know, the first two games, we were talking about Knicks in the range of like one, one and a half, mm-hmm. uh, right? And for both of them, I think they got up to two for game two. Yep. Uh, but then you go back, and it, this is just really, you kind of alluded to it, right? Madison Square Garden or just home court advantage being fully, it looks like, factored in, right? Because the Atlanta Hawks closed five in their last game at home against Atlanta, two spots that are pretty much at full capacity in terms of the crowd. So it does seem like home court is being factored in in a big way in a series like this. You know, I tend to think it's okay, right? Like, for as much credit as I've given Atlanta, and in the three wins, they're shooting over 40% from three in those three wins combined. Like they, They've done a very good job in that area of the floor. 
in those first two games, they still averaged a little less than a point per possession or right around there against New York. They were missing open looks. So you haven't seen a lot in the first two games that makes you think, yeah, maybe they should be favored on the road here, right? They seem to have trouble in that road environment. So I think this is a pretty fair number given what we saw in the first two games in New York. I still think there's a gap between these two teams, but that's why New York's laying only one and a half and not like a three or two and a half like we have seen in other spots where fully home court advantage is kind of being taken in. You can follow him on Twitter at MeJVT. Once again, he's filling in. I was filling in last week, filling in this week uh, for Gail Alexander on a numbers game. Has anything changed your mind, whether it be Brooklyn uh, and Los Angeles, the Clippers? That was your uh, NBA Finals heading into the postseason. Are you still, right now, from what we've seen, Nets taking care of business to get the Celtics and the Clippers going down 0-2, probably wavered there, but now they look, you know, pretty strong. The Lakers are down 30 at the half, so it's <laughs> not looking great. Like the the Lakers could uh, very well be eliminated this series. So, what are you feeling about your your NBA Finals uh, prediction, and and have you wavered from it? No, you know, I'm I'm a man of conviction, Tim. You know, but if I make a selection, as long as they're as long as they're still alive, you know, there's no real reason to back off of it, and they have bounced back here in a big way. And there's been a lot of confidence in the Clippers for me, at least these last two games, because these last two games are kind of how I envisioned the series to go. Right? You know, the ability to challenge the Mavericks within four feet of the basket, maintaining your good shooting. You know, the shooting was ridiculous as we kind of repeat that. Right? That big point for the Mavericks, for the Mavericks for the first three games. That has obviously cooled down. But no, like, I mean, I think as long as they're alive, I'm going to stick by that because I still like this collection of talent. I like the fact that they're the best three-point shooting team in the NBA from a percentage standpoint. They seem to have figured things out a little bit here defensively. I kind of like the Nick Batum adjustment on Kristaps Porzingis, so maybe this is the start of Ty Lue kind of figuring things out with these lineups. So, no, I won't waver. And you mentioned Brooklyn. Like, I feel really comfortable in that. I like Brooklyn a lot. James Harden is quietly their best player, and he doesn't get enough credit. So, still that's and Clippers for me. I won't back down. Yep. Simple question for you here. Should I run down to the window right now and play Lakers plus 26 and a half at halftime? <laughs> you know, while I've been talking with you guys, I haven't paid much attention, oh but I will Lord. say it I haven't seen ugly. much from them defensively that would make you think they'd get back in there, you know? 26 and a half. I think that on principle I have to take yeah. it, right? Well, I'm just hoping we only have 102 points at the half, Ooh. JBT. I took under 209 and a half. But I'm pretty sure the Lakers won't score 36 again. But then my hope is, well, the Suns aren't going to score 66. I don't know where I stand on this total right now. <laughs> I apologize for my woo. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic just fouled out for the third time in this series. That's pretty big here for the Denver Nuggets. Um, so I, I got a little too excited. They jumped the gun there. That's yeah, pretty big because the, the Portland Trailblazers have lost every one of these games that Nurkic has fouled out of. So. Okay. Oh, and that's what we need, JVT. You went pre-series. I went in after right. game one. So uh, we need the Nuggets. I took them on the first half line. So uh, that was nice. JVT, get back to watching the games. We appreciate uh, the time while we're bugging you while you're supposed to be uh, <laughs> hunkered down in the bunker there. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you later. There he is, JVT. Remember to catch him tomorrow on a numbers game with Gil. He'll be breaking all things down, and I'm sure he'll have quite the uh, the, the take and the thoughts on the Suns and Lakers. It is halftime, ladies and gentlemen. It is 66 to 36. What are we doing here? 66 to 36. <laughs> they out the Phoenix Suns outscored the Lakers 32 to 10 in the second quarter. Is LeBron even going to play? If this is a LeBron game, I don't care for it. I mean, I don't know if I should crumple this up right now. No, leave it. Leave it. You never know. You never know. Kuzma, baby. You're my saving (laughs) grace.
Give me some garbage points. Come on, baby. That's all I got. Kuzma over 11 and a half. We need that in the second half. It's the nightcap. This is whoo, ugly. We are in Beeson. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At 825 Pacific, 1125 Eastern, Dieter, everybody out there that is watching, and thanks for watching as always, or listening. Yes. iHeart app, vsin.com, vsin app, all the places that you listen, all the fine affiliates out there. I'm sure everybody expected us to give an update on Denver and Portland, the best game of the night. Not even close. Because Phoenix in, in Los Angeles is terrible. Well, if you're a Phoenix Suns fan or a backer of the Phoenix Suns, yeah. it's fantastic. Now, I guess, yeah, when you're a gambling network, <laughs> like we are. Yes, I've heard tell. And... If you took the or laid the points of the Phoenix Suns, you're like, what the hell are you talking about, Tim? This is the best game ever. And I 100% agree. I don't have, well, I do have a couple prop plays in this game. And hopefully one of them comes home, and that's Kyle Kuzma over 11.5 points <laughs> uh, because he's going to play a whole lot of minutes in the you second gotta, half. you got to feel good about that one. Now that LeBron 30.1, no. not going so hot at the moment. And not at all. He's got seven points. The Lakers... 12 of 39 from the field, 3 of 15 from 3, 36 points. And the Phoenix Suns, 26 of 48, 8 of 18 from 3. Devin Booker is a... Scalding. I mean, he's, uh, you know, we're coming up. (laughs) Before I get to Devin Booker, (laughs) 
their assist to turnover ratio in the first half, 16 to 1. Unbelievable. You think Anthony Davis is important to that Lakers defense? Slightly. Slightly. Just a, a, a little bit. Wow. Um, plus minus. Chris Paul, plus 29. Uh, De- DeAndre Ayton, 20, plus 26. It is, it's been unbelievable. Yeah, Devin Booker is like when the coals turn gray and they're just so hot. Yes. And you can't even see the flame. That's what he was <laughs> in that half. 9 of 13 from the field, 2 of 3 from... Three, 22 points, unstoppable in the first half. The Phoenix Suns were able to play Frank Kaminsky for three minutes <laughs> and not put up a negative number. That is impressive. That is that is just a butt kicking. Oh, yeah. 25 and a half, the live line. How, how, how do you feel about it? Would you lay the Lakers 25 and a half right now? No, I would not touch it. I would not touch it because I, I, don't, I don't trust them. However, my guy Kyle, Kuzma, baby, five points. He didn't even, I don't even know if he played in the second quarter. But <laughs> they got to rest him, too. No, he's the go guy. He's, <laughs> he's, he's going to get hot here in the second half. LeBron, yeah, throw that ticket away. Um, as for the good game, yeah. Denver and Portland coming down to the wire. As uh, we coined the phrase earlier in the show, the competitive series that hasn't been competitive. This game has been very competitive outside of the first six minutes. 117-115, Damian Lillard has 35 points. But, as pointed out by JBT, Yusuf Nurkic has fouled out. 13 points, 11 rebounds. By the way, uh, looking at his player props for tonight, Yusuf Nurkic, 14 and a half and 11 and a half. He had 13 and 11, and he fouls out. That's rough, man. That is tough. That's rough. He was having a good game. He it, was. It's uh, Defense is optional in this one, as, as Jokic is at the line. Already hit the over, by the way. Yes, yes. Uh, it, it is It is fascinating. The Nuggets have been able to score at will this entire series, just so long as Michael Porter Jr. decides that he actually wants to shoot the ball. Uh, meanwhile, it feels like the Blazers have really figured out how to score on Denver. It's pull Nikola Jokic out in the pick and roll and then do the Dame Lillard drive and dish. You've heard about the drive and dish. It's what LeBron was supposed to do tonight <laughs> in the other game, except he neither drive nor dished. Well, when he dishes, he hits guys who breaks dishes. Yes. Yes, <laughs> indeed. And that's what still the, the roster construction. I know it takes money to make quality <laughs> roster. And when you have so much, how they have nobody that can hit a open look still is pretty rather astonishing. <laughs> But uh, just just to keep an eye on this one, this might be over here. Oh, it is not. Not yet. It is very much on. The pride of Lehigh, CJ McCollum just buried a corner three. So it's a one point game, 119, 118. Uh, Nikola Jokic, by the way, if you played the over on his player prop here tonight, he's got 31 points. By the way, our producer Aaron Oster <laughs> has stressing. has a a prop tonight. I forget what the plus money. I think it was like plus 180 something. Okay. Nikola Jokic, double-double, which he just got. Yes. Got his 10th rebounds. He's got 31 points. And a Nuggets win. It's 119-118. I could see the sweat droplets coming off <laughs> his forehead right on the now. Window. <laughs> yeah, he is, he is back there. He's that, he's that gif of the guy, you know, running the f- – those people behind him, I don't know who they they're are. but they're, too. they're sweating out, too. They got the same prop that Aaron got. Woo! Coming down to the wire. Forget Suns and Lakers. That game's done. Forget <laughs> LeBron over 30 and a half. Jokic, double-double, Nuggets win. That's all that matters now. He's quitting if he hits it. It's nightcap here on VEASAN. 
At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We have a new feature on vcin.com as Damian Lillard just got fouled shooting at three. That's not the feature. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to find to find you a betting edge. And of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Dieter, what happened? I was I was doing a read. I was doing a really good job at that read. Was... Uh, they called a foul on Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers was a good three feet away from Dame Lillard. Are you going to challenge they, it? Uh, it appears so. And Ooh. if they don't, everyone should be fired. That is either the most egregious foul that I've seen in a long time or the worst foul call I've seen in a long time. Either way, egregious and very bad, and uh, this is the way. This is why this game's on NBA TV. <laughs> you know, you, you want to make sure that very few people could see this. They've already cut back to to Suns Lakers on TNT. Wow, he didn't even. Not touch even him. close. Wow, that he was... was giving them the old Olay defense. <laughs> I mean, that's before they changed. Are they arguing? No, there's not even contact on the rip through. Maybe they touched hands for a moment. They got. I mean, that's not even close. It looks like. He was propelled. This is this is a bad, bad call. I thought I thought it was just about the worst foul that I had seen in a very long time. How do you foul the three-point shooter when you're up three points? Turns out he didn't. So uh, 
Good job, Austin. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see if the uh, the challenge comes through. By the way, the Suns Lakers second half has started for those interested. <laughs> Let's go, Team Twenty Six and a Half. All right, yeah. Now uh, now we're just rooting against each other. Okay, <laughs> stay under the total here. That's all that matters. Let's go over. Need the total. And Kyle Kuzma to get, uh, what do I need, five points. I'm riding with Kuzma because I need that over. All right, so yeah, <laughs> need five points from Kyle Kuzma. That's all, that's the that's the intrigue left in this game because it is, it is all over, folks. <laughs> do they let Frank Vogel get on the team plane? Yeah, uh, so we will see game six will be uh, something. And uh, will the sun stay as, as hot as the sun? Um, but we keep looking up. We have no idea what they're calling because we don't have sound on yeah. in, the, in the studio. By the way, um, a nice uh, sidetrack moment as this game should be concluded, Portland and Denver. Well, I guess we don't know. We're going to find out. Um, Brad Power scheduled to join us in uh, less than 10 minutes as me and Brad were exchanging some texts today. Pretty excited about some futures that were thrown out there in college football. So uh, we'll talk to Brad here momentarily. Um, did they uphold that foul? I don't know. I saw a, a Denver fan go like this, so I, I, I'm not where, how, what. They, they tapped hands, and it appears that uh, they're gonna jump ball. I don't know. What do you want to talk about with college football later? Yeah, uh, they did. They up. They did not uphold. Okay. Okay. So that, the, that, that Denver fan was really confused. Sanity has prevailed there. Lillard's gonna try it again, and he got. Of course, it. he made it. Of course, he did. The crowd is going crazy. Of course he did. Is that going to go in, though? Nope. No, not even close. What I a mean, ridiculous concept. That, Damian Lillard. How do you not know what play is coming? Damian Lillard is one of the most clutch, just cold-blooded. You know, you know, yeah, you know that play is coming. Where's the double team? How are you not double teaming him? And he just steps back. He got a clean look. That is that's a terrible. That is absolutely. Dame Lillard saw Michael Porter Jr. and just immediately said, "Here's three points for you." How do you? How after all of that, can you go into a huddle, get on the grease board, and say, "Michael Porter Jr., you've given up countless baskets in this game. We want you guarding Dame Lillard in this moment." <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing here? 121-121 as we head to overtime in Denver. At least it already hit the over. It is. Uh, it has hit the over. Uh, Nikola Jokic has not hit his over. So if you have a Jokic over 31 and a half, you're feeling <laughs> you're feeling good about that. Uh, Ten and a half rebounds too. You know, for me, that was that was a bit of a gut punch uh, with the series price that I own of the Denver Nuggets at plus 290 after they lost Game One. Here they are at home. A chance to take a 3-2 series lead going back to Portland. And Damian Lillard, that's what he does, man. It, it is, it's you, really, it's really <laughs> incredible the clutch gene that Damian Lillard has. It was so easy. It, it was really so was. easy. You know what play is coming. You know how he's going to do it. Step back to the right. Fading away. Still went in. Dude is cold-blooded. Eight threes tonight for Damian Lillard. Eight. He's really good. Overtime's going to be interesting, too, because it's been all Lillard, obviously, down the stretch. No Nurkic. That kind of takes away some of what Portland had been wanting to do against Denver in the late goings. Can C.J. McCollum get going here a little bit in overtime? So that let would me, be well-received. Uh, Blazers plus 120. Mm -hmm. Nuggets minus 140. I'll pick them. So juice to the Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to take the plus money. I, 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 yeah. I know Nurkic is out. No, uh, I'm with you. I get it. But 
with that shot, it just it feels like you at that spot you gotta you gotta roll with Dame and yeah. I don't know. I mean, Nikola Jokic had thirty one and ten, but it's something that's kind of seemed kind of off a bit with him tonight. We were talking about it during the break. He seems gassed. Like, not in the overt way of, oh, you know, he, he can barely get up and down the floor. He just seems kind of loopy. And uh, loopy's no good come overtime. That's something that I'm trying not to bet on come overtime. Whereas Dame Lillard, this is Dame time. I believe it's copyrighted, trademarked, all that good stuff. This is the moment that he lives for. It is a... Uh, this is a weird game, man. This is a weird series. I'm glad that it's competitive, though. That's a positive for sure. And I couldn't get in the bet in time. Sorry about that. Dang. Tried to pull up the app, had to type in the old password, and no. overtime started on me. So we'll see. Is it a bad beat that I didn't get my be- uh, play in our time? Or sometimes you don't get those plays in, and, no, that's, and hopefully... It's the real win. It could be. So we'll see. Uh, if Denver can uh, pull it off at home. Uh, good start for them as they hit a three. Yeah. Uh, well, there's another basketball game happening with, yeah. with LeBron James. Team 26 and a half isn't feeling so hot right now. No. As uh, the Suns have not slowed down. They are no. up. I mean, at what point... They're being vengeful. That's what they're being. <laughs> this, is, this is personal for them. They're Michael Jordan in the chair with the cigar and the tequila. They're taking this personally. And I don't blame them. They better, they better save something for game six. Because if Anthony Davis shows up, they're not doing this again. No. and I think. Maybe not. Maybe they're just a juggernaut that's finally come awake. This is not good. Well, I'm trying to remember what there was. I'm thinking of the last dance that I rewatched recently. Yeah. The Jazz lost a game by like 44. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like 98 to 54. Was it not game three of that series? And then they won the next game. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm probably going to bet the Lakers in game six. I would love to see that number. It's going to be shorter than you think. I know. That's the worst part. And that's why I'm going to want to bet the Lakers, because everybody sees what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to bet the Suns, and I wouldn't blame you. I'm pretty positive I'll be on the Lakers come Thursday night. I'm also on Toledo, and I'll tell you why (laughs) when Brad Powsers joins us next right here on the Nightcap. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN. LeBron's still out there. That's seven minutes to go. He's got to get a rhythm going. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see as he goes uh, right to the bucket and misses a layup. I mean, this is just not his night, man. It At is. least he has good body language. By the way, we do, <laughs> we do treats and beats, Dieter, in the uh, final hour of the program. Mm-hmm. Early treat. You saw it on the air. I tried to bet the Blazers. Yes. Plus 120 to win the game heading into overtime. It was too late. Ball had tipped off. We were doing a television slash radio show. I was doing some things. <laughs> I couldn't bet on time. The Nuggets are up nine right now at two minutes yeah. to go. So uh, looks like an early treat for me, not placing that bet. Uh, so we will see. Uh, I can't see what Phoenix is up by. What, uh, 78-42. Uh, needless to say, it's not going the Lakers' way, though. Hey, they just made a three from and LeBron, LeBron James. Yeah, there you go. Look hey, at that. Maybe he'll his, get into this. On thing. his way to 31. <laughs> not so fast. Long ways away. Um, well, while I, I told people on Twitter, turn off Suns Lakers, mm-hmm. put Blazers Nuggets on mute, mm-hmm. Turn up VEASAN because we got some college football to talk about. Uh, Brad Powers and I were sending some DMs back and forth today uh, about some uh, conference odds that came out via William Hill. And, hey, anytime we could talk some college football, I'm not opposed to it. So let's bring in Brad at BradPowers7 on Twitter. Um, These were making the rounds today on uh, on social media, Brad. I made a play. You made a couple plays. Uh, Let's start in the Pac-12, something near and dear uh, to Dieter's heart here. USC and Oregon were the co-favorites at open at 11-4, so 
judging by the odds, still a, a wide open conference. Uh, but you did make a play here in this conference. What jumped out at you? Yeah, it was Utah. And let me just say that, I mean, I, I do agree that Oregon and, and USC, at least on paper, the two most talented teams in the Pac-12, but I don't think they're leaps and bounds uh, ahead of the rest of the conference. And I think five teams have a legitimate shot at winning them. And I just thought Utah's pricing, obviously it's always about pricing, and I thought their odds were a little long there at 14-1. to 1. I mean, a couple of things I like about Utah is they're unlike most Pac-12 teams in that they're very physical at the line of scrimmage. Uh, they have an identity in that program and obviously been a consistent winner under Winningham. But I think the reason why I really like it is after watching their spring game, I think the transfer of Charlie Brewer from Baylor is not getting enough publicity, especially in the marketplace. I mean, here's a guy that led Baylor to the Sugar Bowl as a starting quarterback. And, you know, even though he had a new system, uh, it's spring. I mean, the spring game, he goes 15 out of 15. And that's not an offensive-driven type of team. And the fact that he looked so efficient, I think Utah is a little underrated right now in the betting market. Real quickly, Dieter, before you jump in, I just do want to update people. We'll get it uh, at the top of the hour, but uh, Chris Paul is writhing in pain. Still down. He went to block out uh, Wesley Matthews mm-hmm. on a three and got hit right on his shoulder. It was not malicious, in my opinion. No, no, no. It was um, fine. So we'll see. Uh, he's up. He, he seems he looks to be like all right. He wants to go back in the game. Uh, so just a quick update there as we... Uh, <laughs> Return to Brad. Let's talk about the Big Ten. Uh, Ohio State, uh, obviously the favorites to win, but a new quarterback at Ohio State this year. Uh, And the Big Ten is always a a really competitive league. Obviously the shortened year last year. Does anyone jump out to you at all outside of Ohio State as maybe somebody who can usurp them in the Big Ten Conference? Uh, No, not really. (laughs) I think Ohio State is leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. I mean, if there is some team... That's going to be willing to make some noise. Uh, it's going to be in the Western Division. I think it's a Wisconsin team that was only four and three a year ago had a very disappointing season. But but when you look at what they return, specifically on the defense side of the ball, I think they'll have one of the best defenses in, in the Big Ten. But you know, Graham Mertz another year as a starting quarterback. I think we'll see more. The Illinois performance where he came out of the scene was like twenty out of twenty-one mm-hmm. five touchdown passes, more than what we saw. You know, after he struggled and some teams kind of figured him out, I expect to see him elevate his game. If that's the case, I think Wisconsin's a top-10 caliber team. So, I mean, I think they're capable of giving Ohio State a game. But even with that said, I mean, on a neutral field, I think Ohio State's at least a touchdown better than Wisconsin. Let's talk about the SEC. Alabama, the favorites there, minus 143 at DraftKings. Georgia is always going to be in the mix at plus 250. Texas A&M at plus 900 intrigues me here a little bit. Obviously, Jimbo Fisher getting the foundation of that program set. Great defense last year. See if the offense can come around here now as he gets deeper and deeper into that rebuild in College Station. What do you make of Bryce Young as the Alabama quarterback? It feels like a lot of pressure, obviously, on him, as you would expect at Alabama. Is he up to the task? Ask, is there some value in these other teams in the SEC? Yeah, I think he is up to the task, and I get it. Mac Jones had, had, you know, when you look at accuracy as far as completion percentage, had one of the best years in the history of college football. But with that being said, if you're looking at a ceiling, I think Bryce Young's ceiling is higher than a Mac Jones. So uh, the only question I have about him, he's 
you know, six foot, uh, maybe standing on a phone book. So uh, he, the, the shortness is specifically in the big games. I mean, it's not going to be a, you know, a big deal against Mississippi state, but if they're playing a Clemson or a Georgia, obviously a Georgia, maybe in an sec championship game, then it could be an issue. So that'd be my only hang up there, but Alabama should, and definitely you know, is the clear cut favorite in that conference. In fact, I think, if you're going to ask me to make one bet, it'd be Alabama. I think it's a little mm. cheap there at that number. I, I would price it more in the minus 200 range. Okay. Although I will say this, if you didn't follow the college football headlines today, Georgia just picked up a couple of five-star transfers, one from Clemson, one from LSU. I think Georgia national title odds, if you can shop real hard and maybe find eight to one or 10 to one, yeah. I think that's where the pizza bet because that they answered two significant questions uh, secondary and then giving uh, their quarterback JT Daniels another receiving option. That was a slam dunk today for Georgia. I upgraded their uh, power rating today a couple of points. Great call there. He is Brad Powers at Brad Powers 7. Brad, you're going to be on speed dial for us over the next couple of weeks. We can't wait all throughout the summer. Always appreciate it, man. All right. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. There he is, Brad Powers. Uh, Damien, Damien Lillard <laughs> is unbelievable. Uh, and I know I've said that multiple times tonight, and that's a word that gets overutilized uh, in this in this industry. Yeah. But he is. And I, I just tweeted it out. Just tackle the man. Yeah. Don't allow him to shoot. Just as he crosses half court, just, just bear hug him and let him shoot two free throws because inevitably <laughs> he's going to hit a three in your face and that's what Denver Denver was just up 5. They had a 9-point lead uh, in this overtime yeah. period and Dame comes down and hits a step back. He's got 10. 10 threes. 10. It's 10 for 14. We're in the exact same situation we were in at the end of regulation. How? How have we gotten back here? Denver was playing so well. Jokic was throwing it around like it was a water polo game. And now, who knows? They're going to put him at the line, and we're going to see what happens. But uh, an incredible performance from Dame Lillard. I, I don't know if anyone out there has any questions about Dame Lillard, but put them to bed. First, put on NBA TV and make sure you're seeing this thing. Yeah. But uh, un- unbelievable performance. You're right. There is no other word for it. I was looking for one, couldn't find it. And Denver has nobody but itself to blame if they end up losing this game multiple times. Multiple times, because they just decided that defending Dame Lillard and not selling out to defend Dame Lillard was above them or beneath them. I don't know which way it was. Either way, it was a massive mistake. Double team him, triple team him, quadruple team him. Use the Jordan. I don't care. Don't let him beat you. Make somebody else on the floor for the Portland Trailblazers beat you. Right now, the Denver Nuggets are getting set up to lose to Dame Lillard and nobody else but Dame Lillard. And they just missed a free throw, so here we go. Dame Lillard coming down. How do you, you're, you're guarding him one-on-one. Look at that. He did a step-back three. And it went in. Tie game, 6.4 seconds. What, what are Michael Malone, what they have done tonight is, is an embarrassment. How they have allowed him. They got a shift to win it, though. And they missed. Short. Double overtime. Dame Lillard just keeps doing it. it how? How do you guard <laughs> him in single coverage? And not even close single coverage. Not even like, okay, you we have know to put him on the line. You know what he's going to do. There's no one, we're watching it right now, there's no one around him. To be fair, that wasn't the worst defense I've ever seen. No, it wasn't, but... At, it, that, was their be- that was the best time they defended if, him, and he still got off a clean look. If CJ look. McCollum hits a three on you, yeah. if, wow. if Carmelo Anthony wow. hits a three on you, 
then you let it happen. That dude is cold-blooded. I, I can't remember it was anything like this. It was 132 to 123 with like two and a half minutes to go. I stopped watching. It's now 135-135. The Blazers... It, what he continues to do... And by the way, uh, Monte Morris missed a free throw to keep this game within striking distance. Monte Morris, who has 26 points. Yeah. Somehow. Didn't see that coming. And we're headed to double overtime in Denver. Now, do you play Portland? I don't know. I don't even know what to think anymore. Don't touch your phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to leave it over here with my losing bets on LeBron <laughs> over. Is Kyle How's Kuzma, Kuzma looking? Kuzma get in? I mean, Kuzma's got nine. Come on. Oh, we got nine. Okay. I didn't hey. even see him out there. All right. Listen, there's going to be a lot of garbage time because Team 26 and a half is not doing so hot right now. It's a 30-point game. We're at 130 points to him, so I'm keeping an eye on the total there. Yeah. Could, could, could keep the glimmer of hope uh, alive. 80 to 50. Oh, yeah, that game's going on, too. The game we were very excited about. The game we spent all this time talking about. And Damian Lillard is stealing the show of the night. Sports Center. And all of the highlight shows should lead with this, with yes. this game. What's happening in Denver? NBA Damian TV. Lillard has 50 points, yep. 11 three-pointers. He's quite good. I, I've never, I, I can't, I, I've seen Steph Curry, I've seen Klay Thompson, I've seen the most incredible playoff performances that you could be so lucky to see in the NBA. I'm certainly not there. I'm here, but I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. A step back at the end of regulation. A yeah. step back. At the end of overtime, down three in both situations, both cash. Cold-blooded. Double overtime in Denver. Man, Whew. what a night. It's a nightcap here on BC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. 
Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.